Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, here we are for our evening prayer for this Monday, October 16th, uh, 2023. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, join me here for evening prayer as we uh, go through the Anglican devotion practice of the daily office. Um, for those wanting to follow along with evening prayer tonight, so I'll be using the Book of Common Prayer published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Um, you can go to anglicanchurch.net, uh, go, then go to resources, scroll down to Book of Common Prayer, and then on that page there will be links to the different services. Or you can go to dailyoffice2019.com and uh, make sure you're on evening prayer for October 16th, and you can follow along there. Or if you just like to pray along with me as I read through the service, that is totally fine as well. Uh, so we'll be getting ready here for our liturgy for this evening. Let's go ahead and start with a moment of silence um, to prepare our hearts for worship. Okay, so again, this is evening prayer for Monday, October 16th, 2023. In the church calendar, this is the Monday after the 20th Sunday after Pentecost, and we'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Dearly beloved, the Scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by His infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise, to hear His holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others, those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O oh Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declare to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins, and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. 
O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say together the false Hilaron. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. The psalms appointed for this evening prayer for the 16th day of the month begin with Psalm 82. God stands in the council of princes. He is a judge among gods. How long will you give wrong judgment and accept the ungodly? Defend the poor and fatherless. See that those who are in need and necessity have what is right. Deliver the outcast and poor save them from the hand of the ungodly they will not learn nor understand but walk about in darkness all the foundations of the earth are shaken i have said you are gods and you are all the children of the most high but you shall die like mortals and fall like one of the princes arise o god and judge the earth for you shall take all nations for your inheritance. Going on to Psalm 83. Hold not your tongue, O God. Keep not silent, but rouse yourself, O God. For behold, your enemies murmur, and those who hate you have lifted up their head. They have conspired secretly against your people and taken counsel against your cherished ones. They have said, Come and let us wipe them out, that they, be, they may be no more a people, and that the name of Israel may be remembered no more. For they have brought their heads together with one consent, and are aligned against you. The tents of the Edomites and the Ishmaelites the Moabites and the Hagarines, Gebal and Ammon and Amalek, the Philistines with those who dwell at Tyre. Assyria also has joined with them and has helped the children of Lot. But do to them as you did to the Midianites, to Sisera and to Jabin at the brook of Kishon, who perished at Endor and became as dung on the earth, Make their princes like Oreb and Zeeb. Indeed, make all their princes like Zeba and Zalmunna, who said, Let us take for ourselves the, pleasure, the pastures of God as our possession. O oh my God, make them like the whirling dust, and like stubble before the wind, like the fire that burns up the woods, and like the flame that consumes the mountains. Pursue them even with your tempest, 
and make them afraid with your storm. Cover their faces with shame, O Lord, that they may seek your name. Let them be disgraced and dismayed ever more and more. Let them be put to shame and perish. And they shall know that you, whose name is the Lord, are alone the Most High over all the earth. And going on to Psalm 84. How lovely are your dwellings, O Lord God of hosts! My soul has a desire and longing to enter into the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. Indeed, the sparrow has found herself a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. Even your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they who dwell in your house. They will be always praising you. Blessed is the one whose strength is in you, in whose heart are your ways, who, going through the valley of misery, uses it for a well. Indeed, the early rains fill the pools with water. They will go from strength to strength, and the God of gods shall be seen by them in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold, O God, our defender, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of ungodliness. For the Lord God is a light and defense. The Lord will give grace and honor, and no good thing shall he withhold from those who live a godly life. O Lord God of hosts, blessed is the one who puts his trust in you. Going on to Psalm 85. Lord, you have been gracious to your land. You have turned away the captivity of Jacob. You have forgiven the offense of your people and covered all their sins. You have taken away all your displeasure and turned yourself from your wrathful indignation. Restore us then, O God, our Savior, and let your anger cease from us. Will you be displeased at us forever? And will you stretch out your wrath from one generation to another? Will you not turn again and quicken us, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hearken to what the Lord God will say, for he shall speak peace unto his people, and to his saints, that they turn not again. For his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth have met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall flourish out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Indeed, the Lord shall show goodness, and our land shall give its increase. Righteousness shall go before him, and he shall direct 
his going in the way. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. As I mentioned in a couple of previous uh, podcasts, because the reading that I'll be using tonight is uh, from the Apocrypha, from the uh, selection of books that is not considered canon in many Protestant churches, but um, is uh, still in the Anglican Church considered um, edifying, good for reading. Um, I will not be saying the word of the Lord since this is not considered scripture. Um, but uh, with that said, the first lesson is a reading from the first book of the Maccabees, beginning with the ninth chapter, the first verse. When Demetrius heard that Nicanor and his army had fallen in battle, he sent Bacchides and Alcimus into the land of Judah a second time, and with them the right wing of the army. They went by the road that leads to Gilgal, and encamped against Mesaloth in Arbella, and they took it and killed many people. In the first month of the 152nd year, they encamped against Jerusalem. Then they marched off and went to Berea, with twenty thousand foot soldiers and two thousand cavalry. Now Judas was encamped in Elasa, and with him were three thousand picked men. When they saw the huge number of the enemy forces, they were greatly frightened, and many slipped away from the camp, until no more than eight hundred of them were left. When Judas saw that his army had slipped away and the battle was imminent, he was crushed in spirit, for he had no time to assemble them. He became faint, but he said to those who were left, Let us get up and go against our enemies. We may have the strength to fight them. But they tried to dissuade him, saying, We do not have the strength. Let us rather save our lives now, and let us come back with our kindred and fight them. We are too few. But Judas said, Far be it for us to do such a thing as to flee from them. If our time has come, let us die bravely for our kindred, and leave no cause to question our honor. Then the army of Bacchides marched out from the camp and took its stand for the encounter. The cavalry was divided into two companies, and the slingers and the archers went ahead of the army, as did all the chief warriors. Bacchides was on the right wing. Flanked by the two companies, the phalanx advanced to the sound of the trumpets, and the men with Judas also blew their trumpets. The earth was shaken by the noise of the armies, and the battle raged from morning until evening. Judas saw that Bacchides and the strength of his army were on the right, then all the stout-hearted men went with him, and they crushed the right wing, and he pursued them as far as Mount Azotus. When those on the left wing saw that the right wing was crushed, they turned and followed close behind Judas and his men. The battle became desperate, and many on both sides were wounded and fell. Judas also fell, and the rest fled. Then Jonathan and Simon took their brother Judas and buried him in the tomb of their ancestors at Modain. And wept for him. 
All Israel made great lamentation for him. They mourned many days and said, How is the mighty fallen, the Savior of Israel? Now the rest of the acts of Judas, and his wars, and the brave deeds that he did, and his greatness, have not been recorded, but they were very many. After the death of Judas, the renegades emerged in all parts of Israel. All the wrongdoers reappeared. In those days a very great famine occurred, and the country went over to their side. Bacchides chose the godless and put them in charge of the country. They made inquiry and searched for the friends of Judas, and brought them to Bacchides, who took vengeance on them and made sport of them. So there was great distress in Israel such as had not been since the time that the prophets ceased to appear among them. Then all the friends of Judas assembled and said to Jonathan, Since the death of your brother Judas there has been no one like him to go against our enemies and Bacchides, and to deal with those of our nation who hate us. Now therefore we have chosen you today to take his place as our ruler and leader to fight our battle. So Jonathan accepted the leadership at that time in place of his brother Judas. When Bacchides learned of this, he tried to kill him. But Jonathan and his brother Simon and all who were with him heard of it, and they fled into the wilderness of Tekoa and camped by the water of the pool of Asphar. Bacchides found this out on the Sabbath day. And he, with all his army, crossed the Jordan. So Jonathan sent his brother as leader of the multitude, and begged the Nabataeans, who were his friends, for permission to store with them the great amount of baggage that they had. But the family of Jambri from Mediba came out and seized John and all that he had, and left with it. After these things it was reported to Jonathan and his brother Simon, the family of Jambri are celebrating a great wedding and are conducting the bride, a daughter of one of the great nobles of Canaan, from Nadaboth with a large escort. Remembering how their brother John had been killed, they went up and hid under cover of the mountain. They looked out and saw a tumultuous procession with a great amount of baggage, and the bridegroom came out with his friends and his brothers to meet them, with tambourines and musicians and many weapons. Then they rushed on them from the ambush and began killing them. Many were wounded and fell, and the rest fled to the mountain, and the Jews took all their goods. So the wedding was turned into mourning, and the voice of their musicians into a funeral dirge. After they had, fi after they had fully avenged the blood of their brother, they returned to the marshes of the Jordan. When Bacchides heard of this, he came with a large force on the Sabbath day to the banks of the Jordan, and Jonathan said to those with him, Let us get up now and fight for our lives, for today things are not as they were before. For look, the battle is in front of us and behind us. The water of the Jordan is on this side and on that, with marsh and thicket. There is no place to turn. Cry out now to heaven that you may be delivered from the hands of our enemies. So the battle began, and Jonathan stretched out his hand to strike Bacchides, 
but he eluded him and went to the rear. Then Jonathan and the men with him leaped into the Jordan and swam across to the other side, and the enemy did not cross the Jordan to attack them. And about one thousand of Bacchides' men fell that day. Then Bacchides returned to Jerusalem and built strong cities in Judea. The fortress in Jericho, and Emmaus, and Beth-Horon, and Bethel, and Timnath, and Ferathon, and Tiphon, with high walls and gates and bars, and he placed garrisons in them to harass Israel. He also fortified the town of Beth-Zur, and Gazara, and the citadel, and in them he put troops and stores of food. And he took the sons of the leading men of the land as hostages, and put them under guard in the citadel at Jerusalem. In the 153rd year, in the second month, Alcimus gave orders to tear down the wall of the inner court of the sanctuary. He tore down the work of the prophets. But he only began to tear it down, for at that time Alcimus was stricken, and his work was hindered. His mouth was stopped, and he was paralyzed, so that he could no longer say a word or give commands concerning his house. And Alcimus died at that time in great agony. When Bacchides saw that Alcimus was dead, he returned to the king, and the land of Judah had rest for two years. Then all the lawless plotted and said, See, Jonathan and his men are living in quiet and confidence. So now let us bring Bacchides back, and he will capture them all in one night. And they went and consulted with him. He started to come with a large force, and secretly sent letters to all his allies in Judea, telling them to seize Jonathan and his men. But they were unable to do it, because their plan became known. And Jonathan's men seized about fifty of the men of the country who were leaders in this treachery, and killed them. Then Jonathan, with his men, and Simon, withdrew to Bethbasi in the wilderness. He rebuilt the parts of it that had been demolished, and they fortified, and they, and they fortified it. When Bacchides learned of this, he assembled all his forces, and sent orders to the men of Judea. Then he came and encamped against Bethbasi. He fought it again for a few days and made machines of war. But Jonathan left his brother Simon in, town, in the town while he went out into the country, and he with only a few men. He struck down Odomira and his kindred, and the people of Fasseron in their tents. Then he began to attack and went into battle with his forces. And Simon and his men sailed out from the town and set fire to the machines of war. They fought with Bacchides, and he was crushed by them. They pressed him very hard, for his plan and his expedition had been in vain. So he was very angry at the renegades who had counseled him to come into the country, and he killed many of them. Then he decided to go back to his own land. When Jonathan learned of this, he sent ambassadors to him to make peace with him and obtain release of the captives. He agreed and did as he said, and he swore to Jonathan that he would not try to harm him as long as he lived. 
He restored to him the captives whom he had taken previously from the land of Judah. Then he turned and went back to his own land and did not come out again into the territory. Thus the sword ceased from Israel. Jonathan settled in Michmash and began to judge the people as he destroyed the godless out of Israel. Here is the reading. Let us say together the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he that is mighty has magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He brought down the mighty from their thrones and has exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, has helped his servant Israel. As he promised to our fathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark, beginning with the first chapter, the 32nd verse. That evening at sundown they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons. And the whole city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak, because they knew him. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And they found him and said to him, Everyone's looking for you. And he said to them, Let's go on to the next towns that I may preach there also. For that is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. And a leper came to him, imploring him and kneeling to him, and kneeling said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. Moved with pity, he stretched out his hand and touched him and said to him, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was made clean. And Jesus sternly charged him and sent him away at once, and said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone, but go, show yourself to the priest, and offer for your cleansing what Moses commanded, for a proof to them. But he went out and began to talk freely about it, and to spread the news, so that Jesus could no longer openly enter a town, but was out in desolate places, 
and people were coming to him from every quarter. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Nook Dimittis, the Song of Simeon from Luke's Gospel. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people. To be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of your people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. This next series of suffrages, the response is, We entreat you, O Lord. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful. We entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for all our sins and offenses. We entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. 
we entreat you, O Lord. The Collect of the Day for this Monday after the 20th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. O God, our refuge and strength, true source of all godliness, graciously hear the devout prayers of your church and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Peace Let us pray. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night. And give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Feel free to pause this podcast at this time to offer your own uh, prayers and petitions before the Lord. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. All right, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray. Give us such an awareness of your mercies, that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom, with you and the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world the knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
That brings the evening prayer to a close here for this Monday. Again, thank you so much for joining me and taking this time to uh, share and worship here together. Um, if you have any feedback or any questions, any prayer requests, you can always email me at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at commonprayer419. Uh, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Um, also, any positive ratings and reviews you can give would be greatly appreciated. Hopefully we can uh, expand the reach of this podcast to uh, um, reach others who may be looking for uh, content like this online. Um, but we'll be back here on Wednesday for morning prayer. And until then, We'll go ahead and sign off for today, and um, thank you again for joining me. This has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again, and may God richly bless you, and I will see you next time.